What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. We are at number 181. I am your host, 65 Lokes, covering model car culture from around the world. Excited for this episode because our guest is based out of Southern California, one of the homies that I've known for many years and is making a lot of noise in the RC Lowrider game right now. He goes by the name of El Rey Jimenez, a.k.a. RC Hub Connection. Very excited to talk about this new venture he's been doing and to see what else is going to be coming out. So, uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hello. Yo, what's up, dude? How you doing? All right, all right. How you doing, bro? Hey, pretty good. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, brother. Proud to uh, be invited to the, your podcast, you know? Nah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of different things I want to talk about. You know, you got some new products. And then also, I know for sure we're going to jump into like some memory lane as well no definitely man <laughs> definitely the memory lane man no heck yeah yeah, um, yeah i got a uh, new products out there but glad to share it you know to all your listeners awesome uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah so like everyone who's listening to the podcast um you know with uh el rey jimenez do you want me to call you that or, or just renee uh renee with, remedy, remedy. Man. <laughs> cool so yeah so yeah. i mean with renee we go way back um met him back in high school so this, yeah. it would be what, like the late 90s, early 2000s, pretty much. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, so far we, we go back. We pretty much graduated from the same high school, same year, same class and everything. And, yeah. Um, and it's crazy because, um, you know, um, it was like at that, uh, around that time we were, you know, both into, I mean, we, we still love music and we have like the, that DJ like background with records and turntables and you still have your setup, huh? Yeah, I still got my setup. I still got my vinyl. That's you know, it, it, it's all part of the artistic, uh, you know. Yeah, you like know, it, like it artist, doesn't, you know. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. Like you, yeah. that's part of your life, right there. Yeah, it's, it is a lifestyle. You know, it's been a lifestyle. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy because you know that's like something we have in common. And then you know, as as time went on, you know, it it took like how many years? Um, because remember when we finally like connected on Instagram. And we connected, and uh, I started seeing a lot of uh, stuff of your models, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the name sixty five Lokes, you know. And I started like digging more into it, like, man, that's pretty bad, you know, that's cool. And then I run across one of your pictures. I'm like Edgar, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I tripped out, but I was glad, you know, because we connected again, you know. Yeah, and you know, and it was yeah. it was a trip because before you you know you hit me up like, yo, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I remember um, some years back before I even was doing the models again, you know, or even any anything with painting, right? Yeah. Um, I remember one time you stopped by my store, well, my parents' store, and we, yeah. were, and we were talking, and I remember you were telling me, like, hey, um, you know, I, I've been, you know, doing some work, you know, painting some cars at the shop and all this stuff, right? And you were yeah. explaining to me about, like, candy paint and pearls and flakes, Oh, but, man. dude, at that time, I had no idea what that even was. I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, dope. You know, like, yeah. I, I mean, I was listening, but I couldn't really visualize it too much, you know, of what, like, patterns? Like, what do you mean? You know, I, I was just yeah. kind of, like, tripping. And it was just crazy. Like, once I, like, years later when I started to get into it, but with the mo- model cars, I was thinking about you. And I was going, like, oh, damn, I wonder if Renee would trip out to see this, but in a, in a model size and but during that time i was like man i don't i don't even know how to get a hold of them or what you know yeah so 
I guess I was just kind of hoping maybe one day he'll stop by the store or something and I'll, I'll tell no, him. <laughs> no, definitely, man. I was, you know, the times that I've shared stuff with you, you know, just, um, and then when you started sharing stuff with me, I was like, fuck yeah, you know, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> but, uh, hey, don't, uh, don't worry about it. It's all good. All right. All right. Brother, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. You know, when you started sharing, when we connected again and you started sharing of what you were doing, hell yeah, I was excited to see what you were up to, you know? And um, I, I was uh, kind of glad that you would reach out to me sometimes and ask me questions. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I was glad to, you know, try to point you in the right direction or, or try to help you out, you know? No, yeah. Because it's, you know, there, there's like, you're using the same type of automotive paints and, and the processes. Yeah. But I was always like, dude, you have more, way more experience than I do, you know? Yeah, 23 years now, maybe 24 years in the industry. That's you crazy. Know, so, so like start. when, when, uh, you know, we got out of high school and, you know, after, was it like then when you got into, you know, painting around that time? Uh, it was actually junior high, man. I, I was fed up not having uh, any money, you know, during vacations or anything. Mm-hmm. And I just walked out of the house one day and walked, I don't know, maybe about four or five blocks, six blocks from my house. To a local body shop and i was just asking for work and um the first shop i stopped at was actually the first shop that hired me uh asked me if i knew how to use a spray can you know and i was like yeah i know how to use a spray can <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hitting laughs> you <know? it> up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so he's all right when do you want to start so i said i'll be back you know i can go grab my stuff so he says just start tomorrow so that's how it all started, man. Uh, just during vacation, I'd go work, you know, and then after school, a couple hours. And I was just, you know, so I started off cleaning the shop, sweeping, you know, but yeah. I just didn't want to do that. So I was like, hey, let me sweep, let me go ask what's next. Eventually, you know, I just started helping the painter out. And that's where it began, man. Dang. So it was like starting, you know, from the ground up, like basics, like clean the shop. Yeah. But, but you're paying attention to what's kind of going on, all the movements. In there. Yeah, I'm paying. Yeah, it was a small shop. It was only you know the owner and his wife, and then uh, the painter, which we're still good friends, man, to this day. And it's crazy because I would always call him back then for advice, you know, for pointers. Mm. And like he'll call me now for advice and pointers with all the, with all the new products. So that, that feels kind of good, you know, when they call you. And, wow. and actually, yeah. being that we're still friends to this day, man, that's awesome. But yeah, I started sweeping the shop, and I knew. I didn't want to push a broom on my life, you know. So I was like, I gotta become. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta do something else, you know. Damn, you know, you know, it's funny that you say that about pushing a broom. But remember back then, I mean, that that mall still exists, and it's not that far from your house, the Centerpoint Mall in Oxnard. Yeah. And yeah. I I remember as a kid when I would go to that mall because it, I was growing up in Linwood, it was like super close to the house. Yeah. So you know, going there. And I thought it was cool, like to hang out there, right, in the mall. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I mean, I I was I was still like I was probably like in sixth grade, dude, you know. And I remember yeah. seeing uh, I don't know if you remember the security guard dudes would ride around in beach cruisers. Ar- yeah. Around the beach cruisers. around the <laughs> like around the area, right? Like patrolling. Yeah. And yeah. those fools, those fools thought they were all hard though. Like, yeah, I, I remember that man and, cruising the, the and they beach were, cruisers. Yeah, and they were young, you know, and they were like cruising, yeah. you know, the bikes were black and everything, and they yeah. just they were dope because they had a rocky talkie. And the rocky talkie and the flashlight. <laughs> yeah, and and then um and I was like, you know, all right, cool. But then once I saw like this one dude that was working in there, 
And this fool was like wearing, I mean, he looked small, but he was wearing like a big hat, like a baseball yeah. hat. And he was sweeping <laughs> like in the mall. And yeah. for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I thought, oh, damn, that fool has a cool ass job right there. He gets yeah. to be here all day, you know, sweeping up the mall inside and if he gets hungry he could just hit the snack bar right here yeah, he could be, like you know like i was thinking of all the stores like supposedly yeah. he's gonna be just having <laughs> fun <laughs> you never know that fool probably hated that job but he had to do it. <laughs> but yeah, for reals, man. yeah i just i just thought though like damn that's that's a cool job right there to have no, for real, man, you know, you're hanging out at the mall, you got, you know, the whatever store was there, you know, sports stores, clothing stores, and of course, you had a nice view sometimes, you know? Yeah, and then get get a, get a hat with your name on the yeah. side. Nah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Stitched on there. That's the funny, same. dude. Yeah, but, um, yeah. so, but I, I like what you were saying about the relationship, you know, between, it's a, it's like the painter became like a mentor, to you at some point yeah and then no, you know yeah. now you know he he knows you have that experience and stuff and you know what you know how it goes like everybody tends to learn different things on their own and yeah. and it's just at some point you reach a level where it's like time to share that information because it's going to benefit both no definitely man um I, I always share my knowledge with people you know i Man, I'm always reading every label. I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, educate myself more. Uh, that way, I just have to have a lot of knowledge behind it. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of that because is because I always wanted to be like a paint tech, you know, one that help out solve problems, you know, at body shops having uh, pain issues. I just could never get hired, man. You know. Yeah, I mean. It's it's crazy that you say the the knowledge. I think of uh, like imagine as, as like just think of all the experiences you had as you get older. You go, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna start writing this down, and then you have the book of knowledge. And then no, uh, for real. whenever someone asks you, you go, hey, hold on, let me bust hey. out the libro, <laughs> and then you just break it down, <laughs> break it down right there, the book of knowledge. For real, turn to page fifteen. Yeah. Nah. Oh, you know, you know, you do, you do actually have some books of knowledge. The uh, the House of Color books. Yeah, that definitely, man. So oh, that that's really that's really where my love began, man. My cousin, you know, obviously older than me. Uh, every time we'd go to his house, I'd trip out on the lowrider books. And you know, I, I could never go. You know, my parents growing up, I was the cholos and stuff. You know, but. Uh, so I would just trip out on the magazines from my cousin, and then he he would get cars painted right there at the pad. He'd prep them. He'd have his buddies over, and I would just hang out, man. And that's really how it all started, just looking at the magazines. And, man, I remember saying to myself, uh, one day I'm going to have a, one of my paint jobs in a magazine, you know? Yeah. And I, I, and I have, you know? Uh, it took a long time, but I, I have. And that was one of the big achievements that I've, I've done, you know? That's tight. But, yeah, yeah the candy paint jobs, man. How's the color? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you, you know, you see something and you go, man, I want you know, that's a goal right there to do. Yeah. And then the years pass and it's not until you, like, you reach it that you think back and you go, dang, like, look how long it took, but I did it. No, for reals, man. It's uh took a long time and a lot of practice, man, a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember, you know, I'd ask him all these old school painters on shooting candy because that was like the ultimate, you know, um, very difficult to shoot. There was a certain way you had to shoot it. 
So when I started picking up a gun, you know, at the shop and all that, to me, I wanted to be the best candy painter out there, right? That was my whole, like, I got to be the best, you know? So I, I'd shoot everything like if I was shooting a candy. So I was training myself, you know? Uh, when I would shoot primer, I'd walk the side of a car, like if I was shooting a candy. Or when I would paint, I'd walk the side of a car. I was just practicing, practicing, building that um, uh, muscle memory, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, so, did you ever get to use, like, candies that were later, like, discontinued? Uh, yeah. I was able to use some of the older House of Cutter stuff. Uh, as a matter of fact, I still got some, but. I can't even use it because it's not even enough anymore to do anything. But I still mm-hmm. got the cans. I still got some of the colors that are discontinued. So, you know, it's pretty cool to look at them on my shelf, you know. And it just takes me back to around that time when I got a hold of them and what I was doing back then, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like a, a memory lean right there. Like you have it, yeah. you know, for display at this point. It's more like a, yeah. a collector's piece. And then yeah, definitely. One, once in a while, open up the can just for a, hey, a smell. Just <laughs> for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like, you know, painters, you know, around the U.S. and even around the world must have like a stash somewhere of something that's like from back then that got discontinued. Yeah. Maybe they, they said it was too dangerous or something, you know, of a product. Yeah. 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 But, it, but it was what was being used back then. Yeah. Yeah, like I, like I got uh, some Murano pearls from back in the days that are discontinued, like you can't even get. And if you find them like on eBay, you know, they, they want a ridiculous amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I, I got them, you know, one day I'm going to finish up one of my rights and uh, use all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen on eBay some of those bottles, you know, Murano would be like yeah. 800 or 1,000. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like ridiculous. Like, I mean... I could say ridiculous prices, but at this point, it already has that value. No, yeah, it's definitely like, uh, like if you want to be different, I see it's worth it, you know, because not just anybody could get their hands on those products, and it will give you a different paint job than what's out there, you know? Yeah. So it just depends on your imagination and your creation, you know, what you're going after. Yeah. So, so like the Lowrider uh, magazines, so did those have like a, I mean, you already mentioned, you know, you saw them with with your family members but like how how much like the can you remember like the first one you saw or how, how much of an impact they had on you when you, uh, when you saw those books the, the first one i saw man i i believe it was the it was a 62 i think i believe uh, lugos hydraulics did they they were hopping out in uh front of the coliseum out in uh and i Daza, I believe, was holding the switch. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that, that yeah. photo that became pretty iconic with her. Yeah, yeah. So that that one, uh, my buddy from Lucas Hydraulics, uh, they did that one, and that was one of the first ones I seen at my cousins. And then later on in life, you know, just hanging around the scene, getting to know all the old school cats, I got to meet the guy that built that car, you know. And uh, yeah, to this day, we we talk, and you know, his shops here in town, so. Yeah, no, so that's pretty cool, you know, like all these pioneers that started all this stuff here in town, here in the 805 in the county, you know, that I'm friends with a lot of them, you know, and yeah. that, that's that's pretty awesome because when I go to their shop, shops, you know, I, um, I I just pick their brain, they tell me stories of back in the days what they were doing, you know, and it just sometimes sparks up an idea like, hey, they used to do this, why don't let me try it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 
That's pretty cool. Did you ever pick up the other magazines that they offered, like the the Arte and the uh, the bicycle one? Yeah, so I I uh, pick up the low rider bike uh, once in a while. The art was definitely I chip out on, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always copying stuff out there, you know, like <laughs> oh, you look what I do. <laughs> yeah, you know, dude, but... I, it's funny you say that because I remember <laughs> somebody hooking me up with like tracing paper. Yeah. And then just tracing one of the artwork pieces and then putting the Same. art piece like on the binder that had like that insert. Yeah. And then just walking around school with the cover, like trying to be all cool. Like I drew it. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Getting, getting like math props. Like, yo, you got down. Can you do mine? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, hold on. <laughs> let me try to get some more of this tracing paper. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, the same painting, the same drawing. Here you go. You know, exactly the same, you know. Dude, now those are those are some pretty fun magazines to look at. Yeah, if you ever get your hands on them, um, do you remember? Um, it wasn't too far from your house, but that uh, it was the only hobby store on Oxnard Boulevard called Blue Blue Max Hobby. Blue Max, yeah, yeah, I talk about it all the time. Man, Blue yeah, Max Hobby, dude. <laughs> it was like it, this is this is a memory I have of that road because my father had started. The flower shop like not too far from there and not saying yeah. like little strip so you had it was weird because i remember it was like the railroad tracks and then it was the bu- that yeah. building where my dad rented the, yeah. the or leased it to start the shop and then next to that little shopping center there was like this building it was it was a strip joint it was called like yeah. fantasia and, yeah and yeah. then next to that there was like a little like these little homes like a little motel that that was there like they were small like later they tore those down and then they built that huge like six foot tall building or whatever yeah but yeah but there was these little homes that people there was like a little like you know neighborhood sort of little vibe that people were living there and then next to that was the snookies another, oh, yeah. another, another like strip, <laughs> strip bar nudie bar whatever and then yeah. next to that was the hobby store and and then next to the hobby store was that liquor store yeah I don't know if it was called 101 Liquor. I believe that's what it um, was, man. Yeah, and I remember going to Blue Max. Like, I would ride my bike from Limonwood to Blue Max. Yeah. And, and I would take the, like, they, it was all fields. So I was, like, the, and I'm talking about, like, the industrial area, kind of like where you're, you're at. So yeah. before a lot of those buildings were built um, uh, off of, like, Statham and, like, Rose, it was all just dirt. Yeah, and I remember I'd ride my bike and I'd cut through all that, and then I'd get to Blue Max. I'll pick up like a model, yeah, and then from there I would hit up that one on one liquor and buy a low editor magazine from there. Yeah, and then I'd go home like take off on the on the bike. But what what are your memories from Blue Max hobbies? Man, I'd, I'd go over there just to trip out on the uh, Hopping Hydros brand. You know, remember those? You could buy yeah. a kit and uh, put your Impala body on there. You know and had the the little tea sliders and all that. I remember buying them and just taking them home. Never finished the model, you know, but man, they'd hop, you know? Yeah, you got, them, you got them hopping. Big, yeah, and I had all these grand plans. So I'm going to paint it like this. I'm going to do this to it. <laughs> and, and then they just sit there, you know? But I think I, to this day, I still have a, I don't know, maybe about five or six that I kept, you know, through my childhood. But no, I would always trip out on that man, just going out there and tripping out on the colors they had, um, and then just all the little small, you know, the data and wire wheels that they made. You know, it was, it was a trip. You know, yeah, seeing all that. 
Yeah, yeah it's um, it's it's crazy because you know my memories of like going in there. I remember it being split. Like, I mean, there was a lot of RC stuff that was being sold yeah. there, a lot of aircraft. Yeah, and then there they had a they had a section for models, mm-hmm. and and you know they had they had the kits like stacked up on one section and then you know they would yeah. have like the like tester glues and things like that yeah um from what i from what i remember i remember seeing like the the hopping hydros the like accessories that they would yeah. sell and i remember like the little swivel seats like these little bucket seats uh, yeah. buying those i think those were from pegasus though yeah I, the pegasus yeah I, I remember buying those and always seeing like um, the 58 Impala of 59 and then later yeah. they got like a 64 mm-hmm. um, but I could never I could never find any other year and I think at that time they either didn't get them or they just weren't available because then later as time went on they got the 65 Impala oh, okay. and then I yeah. was like oh damn that's one of my it just became like an automatic favorite at that time as a kid yeah I just really, really love the '65 Impala, and yeah, that's yeah, it's got beautiful body lines, man. Yeah, and '65, and and it was fun, man. Like building, those, I I still remember taking photos of some of those cars that I built at that yeah. at that time. I still have the photos somewhere, but they're kind of blurry, though. You know, I was just yeah, just using like one of those like uh like throwaway Polaroid cameras. Yeah, and um. Uh, but man, it, it was it was tight though, you know. And it's crazy because all those buildings that I mentioned, a lot of them are gone. Like they got leveled. Yeah, they're they're gone, man. A lot of a lot of stuff changed around that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it it was just like I never knew that that liquor was gonna go under that liquor store. Yeah. And it was just like closed, and then it was gone. And I mean, everything there changed, you know. Yeah, and then, everything changed. And then the. So, like, when I was going to that hobby store, I think the last times I went there, I might have been in junior high. And um, and then when I stopped going there, I started buying my models from Walmart, the one on Rose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I started yeah. getting them there. Yeah, I remember walking into Walmart and, and, you know, they had them in that section. And I bought a lot of models from there. But like I said, man, I always had grand plans. I just never finished any of them and i never painted them as far as putting them together i always did uh picked up the airbrush a couple times you know uh single action mm-hmm. and would paint them but I, I just i don't know like i wanted a bigger scale you know yeah yeah so uh, then from that i got into lowrider bikes you know it was something bigger bigger canvas to mess with you know and something i could ride around and show off you know uh-huh no yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's it's crazy because I did see a lot of my friends. Remember when they would sell the bikes on the magazine? Like you could buy the, yeah. that blue. It was like a blue, red, or a green. Or green, yeah. And, <laughs> and then the chrome one came out later on. You know, yeah, that was yeah. it. their sales went down on all the, the other, all the other <laughs> colors. That's why they messed up. That's where probably the magazine went under. Who knows? Hey. Well, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but you know, but you know, it's a trip. Is I, I did see some of my friends who were building models, like they yeah. they stopped too, and then they got into the bikes, and I was yeah I was kind of it like after the bikes they got into like real car like one on one scale cars, yeah they were buying like some of them got into like Volkswagen like a sixty five Volkswagen 
or a 67 other were getting like into muscle cars and yeah. others in low like it was all like just different and i mean by then we we're already in in high school remember uh mr sato hey the auto shop teacher yeah <laughs> that was... yeah I, actually that that was the first uh he had a suburban there Mm-hmm. And I remember he, we, uh, our class. I'm sure all the classes were working on it. But I told him, "Hey, let me do a mural on the, on the uh, tailgate, you know, mm-hmm. on the lift gate." He's like, "Go for it." So I remember like taking a little compressor and a little airbrush that probably didn't even work, you know. Yeah. And I started doing stuff with the marker, you know, with the sharpie, you know. And I started trying to do uh, the whole Aztec scenery and all that, you know, mm-hmm. and I got as far as the pyramid, and that was it. <laughs> you just left it. I left it like that, you know. <laughs> that was, was funny. probably trying to find you to finish it. Sadio. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I remember uh, t- taking his class as a, as a freshman, yeah. and then later. I think I came back as a senior or a, or a, or a junior. I was yeah. in there like my third year of high school. But I remember as a, as a freshman, you know, I noticed that, you know, I was in that class and everybody else was like, you know, older, like different grades. Yeah. Right? It's all mixed in. Yeah. And um, and these fools were messing around a lot, you know. And I was like new. I was a freshman. You know, I'm all quiet. Yeah. I'm all sitting there like, like oh, shit, what's going to happen? And and fools were getting crazy, like yelling stuff, yeah. throwing stuff, and everything. And then and before he would show up, so then <laughs> he would sneak up, you know. Yeah, he'd sneak up. He would you. always be up to something, and then he would sneak, yeah. sneak up. And he whoever he would like snag, like talking towards the end, yeah. being loud, that he would show up, and everybody would shut up, like oh shoot, he's here. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you got something to say? You got something to say? He would tell that person. Yeah. And then he would walk up to them, like right up to them, bro. Like, and you know, he was, you're sitting down and this fool looks tall, like standing yeah. there. And he's like, all right, go for it. Speak into the mic. And then yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> everyone like laughing, you know? And, yeah. And um, I don't know. You, you can't say that now, you know? They're probably, oh, no. they probably throw, <laughs> like, fire uh, you for saying something. Oh, yeah. You lose your credentials. No. Yeah. And, um, and then I remember, um, it was it was like funny project. Well, not funny. Maybe they were, but at the time, I didn't really care about yeah. them. You know, they he would be like, "All right, take apart something and like, like take it apart and then put it on a piece of wood." Yeah, I like, remember. Like that. bolt yeah. it or tie it to wood, and then you're gonna explain yeah. like the parts or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. I just wanted to like just get through the class, I guess. Like get a grade and get out. Yeah. And finally, um, I had it. Like I passed them, but. I needed an, another elective okay. later in years. And then yeah. I was like, damn, I got to take this full again. So, and it, it was going to count though. They told me you can take yeah. them again and it'll count. All right, cool. So I took, I took him again and he was trying to me, he was trying to make me do that thing again. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I don't want to do that. You know, cause yeah. every, everybody else, I noticed everybody else was kind of slick. Like in order for them not to do anything by then, some of the dudes were already driving. So yeah. they would be like, oh, I'm going to bring in my car. So and they would work on it. And work yeah. on it. There you go. They weren't working on it. They, yeah. they, they would just pull it up, open the trunk, the hood, and like maybe check the oil and that's it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like like no, nothing much was going on. And I was kind of like, I just, I just want to do the same, you know? Yeah. It, it's funny, but you know, when you're in high school, it's like you don't want to do anything. You don't want to do shit. Man. You just want to kick it. You don't even want to do PE. You don't want to go sweat. 
you know, I know the running and and it's and the sweaty to your next class. Yeah, <laughs> because at that point, you know, you're like, you know, you're you're trying to like check out girls and be, you know, yeah, you know what like I mean? Like, mostly, yeah, that's what it is. At that time, it things change, yeah. you know. So it's like yeah. you, you don't want to be in class all sweating, constantly rubbing your head, like for, like for wiping, reals, wiping off all the sweat. <laughs> for, for reals, man. Damn, uh, man. That's crazy memory lane, man. <laughs> yeah, and um, and, and you know, during that time, you know, I mean, you you were doing the. How'd you feel when you were airbrushing that car um, for him? Like well, when you're doing the mural. Well, honestly, I didn't know what I was doing, man. It's just I was trying to mimic something I had seen, like in one of the lowrider magazines, and it just—I've always had love for art, man. I've always liked drawing since I was little, man. In grade school, I'd always draw things that would get me in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I just always would draw something, you know, and I just had the passion for it, and just you know would practice, but. You know, I'm sure if I looked at all that stuff, I was like, what the fuck was I thinking, you know? Yeah. But no, I, I, I really wanted to airbrush something, you know, on there. But one, I, I didn't know where to begin, you know. I didn't even know how to go about it. I was just trying to mimic what I saw in a magazine, yeah. you know. And now that I airbrush, you know. Um, so back in the days, there was, a, until this day, you know, he's still a very, very good friend. As a matter of fact, I was on the phone with him earlier today uh tramp the airbrush artist yes he yeah he was uh best mural artist low rider of the years i forgot how many times so growing up my dad had a ford van right and the dashboard had a crazy uh a mural of a dragon it, it was crazy you know skulls dragon uh woman and it said tramp you know so we had it. Um, my dad ends up selling the van, and by then I already had seen his name on Lowrider magazine, and it said from Oxnard, California. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen this name before, you know. And I remember my dad's dashboard on that van. And before my dad sold the van, I told him, "Oh, let's pull the dashboard out," you know, because I, I was like in love with that that mural, you know. It's just it was crazy. So then when I found out it was Tramp and he was from Oxnard, like it was a little mission for me to, I got to meet the man, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe 2007, 2008 is when I ran across him. I went to the local store, uh, the Angelos, which they're no longer there. But when I knew everybody from there, because that's the store that I would go buy all my paint products. And that's the store that would always hook me up with the job. Hey, they're hiring at this body shop. I'll talk to him. There was a guy named Manuel, and I go, hey, bro, I hear Tramps in town. He's, oh, yeah. So he told me where he was at. Boom. A couple of days later, get in my car, and I go look for him after work. And, you know, I go upstairs where they told me he was at, and I walk up there, and I knock, you know, and I said, hey, I'm uh, looking for Tramp. And he's, oh, well, you found him. And I looked at him, right? Because I'm thinking he's a Chicano, you know, lowrider Chicano. I'm thinking all this, right? Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he's uh, well, you thought you were going to see a Chicano? You thought that's who was doing all those murals for the lowrider? You didn't think it was going to be this dirty old white boy, you know? And I'm like, well, I didn't know what to say, you know? Mm-hmm. And and what I really wanted to say is like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> nah. uh, I'm like, nah, you know, just say, hey, here you're the man. I want to learn an airbrush, you know? And took me under his wing, bro. I didn't think he would. Damn, and so. till this day, till this day, we're very good friends, man. And he did 
teach me a lot. Like if like now I could go back to the sales class and we could go back in time, I'd know where to begin to do that mural, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Finish, so finish no. it for him. Yeah. yeah, let me finish it now, you know. Um, so yeah, so he taught me a lot. He showed me about perspective, where to begin on a mural and the special effects and don't overwork a piece, you know? Yeah. And yeah, no, that's, so that's been dope, man. You know that. That's just, dope. I remember, yeah, I remember you showing me, a, um, a couple binders of his, uh, photographs of his artwork yeah. because, you know, yeah. it's like a lot of this stuff was like from the eighties, like nineties, you know, and, yeah. and so forth. And, you know, at that time, the only way to document was through photos, taking photos yeah, and you still had all the original photos of a lot I, of these, I, these drawings. Yeah, yeah. I, I got his portfolios at my shop. Um, he gave them to me. Um, you know, I just he told me if anything were ever to happen to me, bro, you'd appreciate these. And luckily, we still have them here. You know, I still call him when I want to pick his brain. And uh, as a matter of fact, today, when we're on the phone, I told me, I need you to come by the shop. I want a wall mural done by you, you know? Yeah. I want to have a, an art piece from him. You That'd know? be sick. Yeah. 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 I, I still remember you introducing me to him one time when I was uh, hanging out with you. And, yeah. you know, I was having a conversation with him. And, you know, I was looking at some of the photos. And then through the conversation we we're having, you know, it was like he was telling me a story about how there was uh, like a customer of his that wanted a mural done on his car. Yeah. And he kind of told him the idea, like, this is what I want. And he, I don't know if the guy kind of did like a rough sketch or something, or he didn't really, yeah. he wasn't really an artist, you know, but he was kind of like, this is what I want. Like, this is the vision I have for, yeah. for this mural. And that tramp like looked at it and then he, he looked at the dude and he's like, this is what you want. And that the guy's like, yeah. And he just told him like, Hey man, like this is like some very dark stuff. Like, kind of demonic yeah. you know like i don't i don't know you know and the dude was like yeah. like insisting like i want this done i want it done and that he got it done and um i guess something happened he i, I can't remember exactly what but uh, something happened to that car like okay um i don't know if the car like like that piece on the car like if the car would turn on or yeah. if, like where he felt like, what the hell? Like, it's almost like the car was possessed or something. Yeah. Or, or like, the thing caught on fire. Something happened to that when he was telling me that. And I was like, what the heck? Damn. And, uh, but he was just kind of like, uh, you know, it, it wasn't really something he was really, like, you know. We were fond about doing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. sometimes, like, I bet people come with these requests of stuff. Yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, so, this is what you want. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you get stuff like that, man, that, you know. Man, we either want to do it or we don't, you know? We just say hey, we're a little busy right now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm booked. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm booked. I couldn't touch it for yeah. like two months now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And, but, and, but, you know, it, it's cool that you still have that relationship with him, you know? Yeah. Um, because I'm sure a lot of stuff he shares with you, but then the things he see you do, it probably takes him back, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, uh, we, uh, I, I've been lucky to work with, uh, alongside with them. We've done murals together. And I don't know, man, I, I'm probably a, a real good copycat because we've worked on things that usually you could tell artists you two different styles, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it, we've worked on trunks together, and it's looked like it's been one artist, you know? 
That's and that's that's yeah, that is pretty dope. You know, when we get to work on something, we haven't done it in a long time. But back then, when I was starting, you know, I used to take on certain projects that it's like, man, what I get myself into, I need help. Nah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he'd come through and help me out or point me, we'll do it like this, or here, let me get in there, you know, you mind? And it's like, ah, go for it, you know? But yeah, we've done pieces together where um, it looks like just one artist did it, and that's pretty dope, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, because you don't have two different styles in there. And I just, it was somebody that I looked up, you know, growing up, and I, I wanted to meet him, and I met him, and it's like, man. And he, he taught me his way, you know? And he taught me with a single action airbrush, which is super difficult to get that accuracy, all those fine lines. So that's how I learned. So I think that's what made me a little bit more, um, I guess when I picked up a dual action airbrush, it just made things a lot easier because I, I struggled, you know, and I had to learn from the struggles where I picked them when I, from a single action airbrush, when I picked up a dual action, everything was just easier. I had more control and it's like, man, I don't have to struggle, you know? Yeah. And so that was that. And then I got him into that. I was like, hey, Tramp, try these out, you know? And he, he likes them to this day. Like, he's like, man, all these years I was using a single action. I should have been doing this, you know? But no, that, that's awesome. You know that I, I know the guy. And we've done stuff together. And I'm really hoping you to come through the shop and uh, do a wall mural for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. be nice to have yeah. right there for you. Yeah, him. definitely. And, yeah. um, you know, th this was cool. I'm glad that we got to talk about, you know, like what we were saying earlier, like memory lane, because, you yeah. know, I, I want, you know, like this, an introduction, because you do have a history with cars. You, yeah. you have a love for cars and you've worked on them. You've done a lot of different things. Yeah. And, you know, now... You know, there there's a, a venture that you know you're you're doing a, a new thing, you know, adding to on top of what you know you're doing. Yeah. But um, you know, what, what's your your thoughts on like the the boom of the RC lowriders now? Man, that that's that took off, man, and it's taking off and it's growing every day, man. Um, so you know, for your listeners, a little bit about me. Um, I'm on Facebook. I go by El Rey Jimenez. Um, I bought an RC car, right? I finally, yeah, you know, finally something that, you know, big enough for me, small, not a one-on-one -on -one scale, but big enough for me to do something on it and I can show it off, right? Uh, so when it first came out, you know, the, the RC, the Impala, the Red Cat, I'm like, I ain't going to spend 600 bucks on it, you know? So then I saw you could buy just the chassis and I said, oh, I'll, I'll paint the body however I want. Dude, I'm like 1200 bucks into mine and still not paying it. <laughs> but I wasn't going to pay 600 bucks. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, I bought, you know, parts that were 3D printed. I wanted to change up the camera on the front. I wanted to give it the realistic look, you know, of the one-on-one scale lowrider since I've been around it basically all my life. You know, I wanted to mimic it. So I bought parts, you know, that off other uh, guys that, were on the, that are on the form, but it just kept failing on me, kept breaking. It's like, man, I'll, I'll buy another one. But I just thought this isn't working, you know? So at my shop where I'm at, I'm surrounded by machinists. Um, I got tooling there also at my um, at my shop. So I decided to fabricate a part, you know? Mm -hmm. And which and uh, which part, like, what was it that was breaking? from? The... It was the C-Hub, the C-Hub, the 3D printed C-Hubs. 
Okay. Um, the, the guy I buy him off, he was always cool, reached out to me, bro, uh, this part, bro, I just bought it from him. Hey, no worries, bro. He, so they took care of me, everybody took care of me, you know? Mm-hmm. But I um, I thought, like, man, th- this part is very important, you know? And it keeps breaking. Let me break out with something that's going to be bulletproof. So I started manufacturing them out of uh, billet aluminum, the C-Hub. Nice. And I, I did it for myself. Honestly, the thing was just to do it for myself. I shared it on the group, and people inquired about it. So I said, you know what? Why not share it with the community, you know? And I didn't think it was going to take off, but I've shipped so many all over the world here in the United States, and it's still going, man. And it's, I didn't think it was going to be a popular thing, you know? Yeah, so like, so like for the listeners that don't, you know, don't know what like a C hub is, because I didn't know at first until you showed it to me, and then you showed yeah. me where it goes. It's pretty yeah. much a, a piece that is connected between the the upper and lower arms, and then that connects, yeah. you know, it's like right there for the wheel, pretty much. Yeah, so so like you said, it connects the upper and the lower control arm. It's uh, I, I call it the spindle, like if it was a one to one on a real car. Uh, I call it the spindle, which holds the hub, you know, for the wheel. Mm-hmm. And that part just kept breaking. And so every time I, you're hopping and it lands. Yeah, every, and... yeah, every time it hop, it uh, take all the stress at the bottom where it's printed real thin. Mm. So I'm like, you know, make them out of aluminum. Nobody will ever break that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially and, with and, what you're doing right there. It's going to last for a long yeah. time. Yeah, it's going to last for a long time. And. I didn't, I, I didn't plan on selling, you know, but mm. people were asking and yeah, I ended up selling a few and then people were just spreading the name and yeah, man, until this day, every day I'm, I'm getting messages inquiring about them and um, I knew that, all right, they're only going to buy them once off me, but that's all right, you know, because I, I didn't want to sell something that was going to not work yeah so break I'm on like, them too yeah and i and i wanted the return customer because a lot of them have more than one rc mm-hmm. you know yeah, so I, I, I knew yeah so i knew the the i know they'd only buy them off of me once and that was fine but they refer their friends or people from their club or they pick up another ride and they come back and contact me you know so yeah that happened you know and uh started selling a lot shipping a lot and then i thought about let me do the upper a arm now you know to go with my c hub and i started manufacturing the upper control arms man that's crazy because so so on the on the c hubs uh you you have two options like you the first one that you came out with uh is that the one that gives it the um not the, the cambered, the cambered look, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the tuck. You know, it gives you that. Uh, it makes it look like you got extended a arms. Mm-hmm. So it gives you that hopper look, you know. Yeah, uh, which you see out on the streets. Gives pulling you that up. mean stands. Yeah, you know, pulling up in the middle that, of the boulevard. What up? Yeah, for real. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> pull up. Ah, pull up. Nah. Huh. Go, yeah. every, every time you're the dude that hops the car, and then after three hops, you run behind the. Was in the trunk? You open it to yeah. unplug it. Ah. For real, the ground cable. <laughs> you look around. Ah, it's done. <laughs> hey, wh- why do they nah. do that? 
Is it because it's uh, overburning, overheating or something? Uh, no, so they disconnect the ground that cuts all the power to the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way you don't accidentally hit the switch and you could overlock yourself. You know, so a lot of stuff could happen. Mm, okay, uh, it's complicated. So you're, yeah, so you, you're just cutting the power off to the system. Right on. You know? So, yeah, that's the ground. Um, yeah, so I started with the camber C-hubs that give you that mean look. And then I had a lot of requests for stock because not everybody likes, you know, mm-hmm. the butterfly tires or anything like that, you know, the, the tuck. Yeah. So, you know, I had a few people that inquired. So I'm like, you know, I'm making these on a CNC machine. So it's like, it's not, um, you know, just to run a few parts. I just didn't see, uh, like, the time that I spent, you know, to make them. Mm-hmm. So eventually I had more people ask. So I said, you know what? I had extra stock and uh, material of when I was making the Camberlands. Um, so I decided, uh, you know, go up in the program and change up a few things, make them look stock. And I ran a few sets, posted pictures, and man, that also was very popular. It's been very popular. And so I, I have both uh, camber and stock ones in stock, you know? Yeah, I remember when you were uh, telling me about the stock, I was like, dude, you got, like, that's dope that you did both options. Because you're right, you know, some people do like the camber and some people don't. Some people just like yeah. it like that, but, you know, then bam, it yes. bust out, you can still hop it. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, some people just want to cruise, man, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I'm sure, you know, you know, it, it's a cra- it's crazy, though, because, you know, this is this is something that you were having a problem with. You created a solution for it for yourself, but by sharing it, you know, other people had something in common, like I'm going through the same thing or, you know what, I, maybe I don't want to go through, I want to upgrade mine already. Like, you know, they look dope. And then when you polish them, they look chrome too. Yeah. I I polish them to a mirror finish. So it does look chrome, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that's, uh, that's what people are liking. So, you know, ev- eventually I, I plan to have the whole front suspension done out of billet aluminum. Like I said, I got both sets of C-hubs and now I'm working on the upper control arms. I'm still designing the lower ones, you know, because yeah. I want it to work. And that way you could have your whole front end polished. They're light and they're durable, man. You're never going to wear and tear them, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like... You know, when you have those, I'm pretty sure more ideas, more things are going to come down the pipeline. Like more yeah. more people are going to hit you up with requests, you know. Yes. Um, And, and it's going to make you go into the research and development. Yeah. For them, real, you know, yeah. you're going to have to, you know, have that lab coat walking around. Yeah. With, with <laughs> <laughs> you know, with that clipboard and just like for seeing real. like hmm, drawing some graphs and stuff yeah, you know trying them man you know just doing all the <laughs> research and development man nah i'm uh, i'm excited about it bro I, I, didn't, I didn't think like i didn't uh, you know i wasn't like looking like oh you know i want to be known whatever no i just like you said I, I had a problem and i came up with a solution that works and mm-hmm. i was glad to share with everybody man those that were uh having problems reach uh, that reached out to me and you know to this day it's uh, still working you know yeah and then um you had attended a, a show i don't remember the name but you attended a show where you actually took some c-hubs that that customers were picking up uh, yeah so it was at the la county fair this year um 
How was I, that? Uh, yeah, so I had never, never, ever been to the Alley County Fair. So that was dope. You know, um, they were having, um, I forget the name of the clubs. Uh, it was two clubs that put it together. And then uh, uh, Oscar from uh, Red Cat was there. So, you know, I had, uh, by then, uh, some people had already bought a product off me. Uh, I had talked to a couple of people and told them I was going to be there. So I, I went, I took a little batch of C-Hubs and I was just walking around and man, I tripped out on, I wasn't expecting to see all those rides, you know, all those RC cars, mm-hmm. man, the, 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 the paint jobs, the suspension, the chrome, the gold, uh, all, all the creativity that all these guys put into their rides. It, it, it looked like a def, it definitely was a mini car show, you know, about uh, one tenth scale. But it was it was dope, you know, seeing all that. Like fuck, you know, like man, this is crazy. Like people are really going radical, you know. Some are clean, original, you know. It's like man, it looked badass. So I, I was w- walking around with my little product, you know, and uh, people were uh, recognizing who who I was, you know, and I um, just went out there just to trip out and met a lot of people took pictures with a lot of people it was dope man like they welcomed me with open arms like it was, it was dope man it was a dope feeling yeah you, you got that the the sense of the community the vibe like a taste yeah. of, you know just being yeah. there with everybody yeah. and and because i've seen some photos and i saw people just you know like chilling watching yeah. like, you could tell there's a lot of spectators that yes. kick it to see what's going on and they even bust out like the little ruler yeah no yeah they had the <laughs> the ruler you know uh what was dope man is it's a lot of the you know older guys like my age or, or so you know were there but they had their kids involved and like mm-hmm. you had little girls little boys you know like involved with rc they, they were the ones hopping so that that was pretty cool to look at that you know yeah. the young generation you know That's so cool. that was yeah that was very it, it was a good turnout man it was definitely a great turnout you know a lot of people came from all over the place mm-hmm. it was dope man i can't wait to go to the next one that's available for me to roll through you know yeah i mean there, there's a lot of uh people that i know that model build that also have the red cat impalas and you know yeah. the monte carlos like whatever releases they have out they've been yeah. you know they got them like they have one car or two yeah in their collection so I know for some of them that are listening to it, you know, maybe, I don't know if they have the part, maybe now they might want to pay some attention to that because yeah. you know how it goes. Everyone who gets one of these is going to want to uh, upgrade them, paint them, and do their take yeah. on it, you know? And everyone is always looking for the best parts and, like, the, yeah. the best thing for their car to showcase it, case it at the events. And yeah. next month is going to be the Cadillac Fest. Okay. Yeah, are you yeah. are you planning on going to that? I'm I'm planning on going, man. I I got product uh, that I'll be taking out there just in case anybody's interested. And um, I, honestly, I'm I want to go trip out. I've never been to Caddy Fest, so I definitely want to trip out on that. You know. Yeah, you know. Let me as we're talking about it. I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna plug it right now because um. Right. So it's gonna be Sunday, October 16th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's free admission. Um, is the Cadillac Fest, so California Love, I believe, is also another title for it. So they're going to have a model car show. They're going to have the one-on-one scale show, and then they're also going to do the RC uh, show as well. 
and this is at the Zimmerman Automobile uh, Driving Museum, 610 Lairport Street, El Segundo, California, 90245. So that's really close to the LAX airport. Yeah. Not too far. So I think for for myself, I'll probably be maybe about what, like a 40-minute drive going across town yeah. to get there. And it might be maybe the same for you, but coming you know, from up north down yeah. Yeah. Uh, to it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, maybe about a 45 minute drive for me, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to it as well. It should be fun. I mean, there's going to be a lowrider model car show there. So, I mean, there's just going to be a lot of things going on. You know, you're going to have the yeah. lower model cars, you're going to have the one on one scale cars to look around, and then the RC thing. I know that's going to be a whole nother yeah. like division of things that people are going to want to stick around and like check out right there. And yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool, man. I mean, if, if you have, like, you know, homies or, or people that are going to be be there, you know, that they could probably pick up some stuff from you uh, while you're there at that event. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll have some uh, inventory out there, um, especially if they hit me up ahead of time. I'll definitely take it mm-hmm. and, um, you know, meet up with them and chit-chat, you know, just uh, just see their rights and just, you know, just listen to their stories and stuff, man. That, that's one thing that I like when they message me, man. Like, they'll show pictures of their builds or their ride, you know. And I just trip out on it, man, you know. Yeah. And then they start sharing of uh, why they did what they did on their ride and all that, you know. Or this is my daughter's or this is my son's. This was mine. So it's dope, man, you know, that a lot of people are involved. Yeah, and I feel like it's just going to keep growing. I mean, I mean, if it, if yeah. it came out that strong of, of of noise right it's just gonna get louder yeah. and louder yeah like, yeah as we go and i've seen some car shows with uh footage where like dudes will be showcasing you know they got like 10 of them in their collection and they're and like they basically yeah. rented like a whole like a, a section just to showcase the rc cars and i'm going damn yeah. like that's a trip yeah. you know normally you would see it's another addition because if you think about it, like at a lowrider show, you know, or, you know, you would see the one-on-one scale, then you would see mo- some model cars, uh, yeah. lowrider bikes, and now you're going to see this, the RC cars. Yeah, yeah the RC cars, man. Dang. Yeah, oh. no, it just it keeps adding to the venues, you know, and uh, just more stuff to look at, and uh, it's dope, man. And then that generation, you know, obviously is going to get into the bigger stuff, so it's just and it keep growing yeah it's like uh it just keeps going in a like full circle you know the, yeah the older people you know they start getting their kids into it yeah and and just kind of going from there so but that's pretty cool you know just you know i'm thinking about it like you buy a one like you could pretty much already get it hopping right out of the box yeah, yeah right out of the box you get it rolling you can go hit the streets man and cruise it huh yeah, you know, <laughs> it saviors. Road. That's funny. Man. I wonder if you if, if you could do that, like, um, like if you started, because that's a long, such a long road. If you started from like Bryce Canyon, and yeah. then and just go on the sidewalk with an RC yeah. car all the way down to Five Points. Damn, that, that's a long drive. That's that's, that's far. <laughs> And then, Man, hey, for the people that are listening, Sabres Road, that's what we used to cruise back in the days, you know. <laughs> that, that is. Don't people yeah. still cruise? Uh, up uh, they, they still do, you know. They still do some events sometimes, especially like Mother's Day and Father's Day. 
mm-hmm. all the lowriders get out there. Um, but yeah, man, people still cruise it. Um, not like before, but that, that'd yeah. be dope to see that, man. Yeah, because like on the, on those streets, it, it was very easy to do U turns. Oh yeah. Once yeah. you were you once you cruise a, a part of it, you're like, all right, let's go back, and then you turn, yeah, you turn, and then again, yeah. Yeah, like everybody you turned at the same uh, intersection, you know. Uh-huh. It's, it's a long strip. It, it was fun. And then you had, uh, you know, restaurants there. The, McDon- the, the McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the McDonald's. Then you had the Taco de Mexico, you know, oh, parking yeah. out there. Who's fucking fighting right there? <laughs> Taco oh, de yeah. Mexico parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I used to see that a lot at the Carl's Jr. parking lot, man. Oh, yeah, sure. that was like a wild <laughs> one. That was like right there, yeah. like super close to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, what is it that that bar, the saloon? Oh, Sam Saloon. Or Sam yeah. Saloon. That's probably yeah. dangerous. Man, oh yeah. I used to uh, my buddy so my buddy used to DJ there for many years. Uh-huh. Uh Rick Rock. Oh <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, so I, so sometimes when I was like bored at home, I'd just cruise by, you know, and he'd let me spin and I'd be spinning up there for a while, you know, just to um, like, uh, unboard myself now. <laughs> That'd be fun, you know. Just I, I love, I love spinning records, man. You know, so that was dope. But yeah. uh, they, they shut that place down now, so oh, it's no done? longer there. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah. Something no happened. There. Yeah, no, and it's funny because I never knew all all this, right? But my uncle, I guess, is real good friends with the owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still own it, but they just closed it down. But man, I remember walking in there and like. Fuck, my uncle's got all kinds of pictures on the wall. Oh. Turned out that was like his best friend and stuff, you know? Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember going in there and um, it was like, I was hanging out with my friends and they were like, yo, this band's playing in there. Let's go check it out. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I've never been in there. Like, I never had a reason to even go in there, but I would always hear yeah. stories about it. So yeah. I was like, cool. I get to see what it's, re- what, what it's about. So yeah. then you walk in there. And like, yeah, you know, you see pictures, you see like sports stuff yeah. hung on the walls, on the ceiling, like all the, all these things, right? Yeah. And and yeah, there was a band playing. It, the place was packed, and yeah. I caught vibes right away, dude. I was like, <laughs> oh shoot! Like I, I already felt like I was like in high school, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like it's like being in high school and, and you're kicking it in the quad, and you yeah. see and you see the division. Of all, hey. the, all the other gangs, the taggers, the crews, and you already, yeah. you already know why the quad's so big to keep everyone spread yeah. out because if they're close, something's gonna happen. <laughs> so I remember For being real. walking in and and you know you're you're like I was like you can't even get through because it was so packed. But, yeah. I, but I already knew I was like oh man you got everybody from Oxnard here people from like the south side the north side you know east side oh, yeah. town like I was like damn something's gonna happen you know. And um and I remember we made it out to the back like they had this area where people could kick yeah. to get some air so we're chilling and you know people were vibing the music was cool it was kind of reggae ish kind of vibe you know where, yeah. where you would think like oh, everyone's gonna be super chill right and yeah. like nothing too aggressive and then like after a while I was just like yo what are we doing here like let's jam like you really want to be in there mm-hmm. like I don't know something something's gonna pop off and. Yeah. We took off, but a couple friends stayed. They were like, nah, we're going to stay. And they said that when we bounced, probably like within like 15 minutes, dude, this big old fight broke out in there. 
Yeah, there was a, there was always fights. There, yeah, man. dude, these these fools were saying like, dudes, people were just throwing stuff, and it was just like, yeah. like it was just nuts. And you know, cops, it was like probably a typical thing. You know, they would pop show up. Yeah, and it, it just everyone, dude, had a bounce. It was crazy, but I was like, I'm glad I wasn't there for that. Yeah, no, there were there was always fights there, man. It's like uh, every time I'd go there. It's like I'd look at the time. I right, gotta go before all this shit starts. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. There's always yeah, a time, yeah. man. You got you gotta think yeah. like you know people. Yeah. If people show up here, or you just gotta think like if someone's been pre gaming it or getting faded from six yeah. p.m. going for who knows how they're gonna be by eleven. No, for real. And then by twelve, shit, it's gonna get yeah. crazier. You know? Yeah, madre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you're done. You know? You... <laughs> yeah. Bro. yeah dude but man it's it, it's been a while i mean since you know i've driven around some of the the streets or like yeah. the areas out there back at home but you know i always like you know stopping by seeing you saying what's up no and, definitely um, man and, yeah and hey man i'm I'm happy with what you're doing i'm i'm, I'm you know the products are solid they're awesome thanks bro from thanks. seeing and i just can't wait till the you know when the right time comes for the arms to drop and all that stuff yeah you know to be available and i know for sure there's going to be more uh more things that are going to pop up yeah well. there's more in the works you know that um i haven't told anybody but there's more in the works so you know ho- hopefully you guys are excited for it and uh, a lot of stuff is going to be dropping man it's like i have been doing a lot of r&d you know it just yeah. you know um my, my shop keeps me busy um thankful for that you know that i am busy um and the hobby stuff you know i do it on the side and it's like i said it's been good man i, I didn't think my idea was gonna be popular mm-hmm. you know i like i said i i just had designed it for myself you know yeah that's and, cool. do you ever, do you ever yeah. think you're gonna maybe do something for like the hot wheel community nah uh, the hot wheels <laughs> really um, tiny uh, maybe, maybe in the future that'd be dope you know yeah, something that small no nah, it, it, it's just dope man uh, getting a flat piece of stock you know uh, metal mm-hmm. aluminum in this case you know and just creating something out of nothing and it's like you look at it and man this piece was a block and now it's this you know mm-hmm. it, it's just a trip man it's, it's crazy yeah yeah, and uh, what, what's your uh, the Instagram handle where people can uh, check you out and follow you at? All right, my, my Instagram one, man, um, real quick. Let me get the right one. I yeah, I know, because right I, I wasn't I sure which one you wanted to uh, plug in. But I'll, I'll, I'll tag you, though. I'll, I'll throw it up. Yeah, um, uh, okay, so it's uh, RC underscore hub underscore connection. So RC hub connection is the name of the company. And um, you can message me on there. And if uh, you're on Facebook, uh, I'm on the group. Yeah, what's the name of the group? Because I know you've told me to join the group. You said that that group's, like, very active right now. Yeah. um, Red Cat Lowriders is uh, the name of the group. That's, like, the – is that, like, the official, like, from Red Cat? Yeah, that's the official one from Red Cat. Um, Man, you have any questions? everybody's there to helpful um you a lot of people doing their thing like there's guys that engrave there's a guy out of uh, san diego louis he's real good man like he'll engrave stuff for you guys yeah so like if somebody cops like some c-hubs they could send them to louis and get them engraved 
Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll, do, he'll do some engraving. I know he does a lot of... Uh, That's crazy. Also, some engraving on that um, tape, I guess, that chrome tape. He, he does a lot of that, that you just stick on parts. Mm. Yeah, he does a lot of dope stuff, man. And then uh, there's painters on there, and there's uh, people that will build something for you. So, yeah, man. And then there's also people selling their stuff. So, you know, so once in a while, you can cop a good deal. Man, everybody's everybody's uh, helpful on there, man. Like the community's, it's so welcoming, you know. It's it's dope, man. It's like you have a question, blast it on there, and you'll have like ten guys right away reply, you know, and yeah. help you fix the problem or your question, you know. So so it's dope. So like, uh, real quick before before we wrap up the episode, somebody buys a, a, a an Impala Red Cat, and then they're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna paint it. Uh, would the biggest mistake be to paint it over the body because you're not uh, chip off or what uh well, well if it's done properly man with the pro proper procedures of prepping the body and using the proper chemicals for that plastic uh it can be done it's just it is on the outside and it's like anything uh it can get scratched you know but these cars you know nobody's racing them they're not drifting they're you know they're cruisers you know yeah um uh, right way to do it and i think is the best way to do it is getting a clear body and painting it uh through the inside the only thing is you got to do everything in reverse mm -hmm. but it's faster man because once you're done painting it you don't have to clear it you don't have to wait for it to dry it's like it's glossy already and it's like done you know yeah so, so you're able to enjoy it right away yeah because i've always been kind of confused i guess from the reverse so i'm picturing let's just say for example if I want to pinstripe, then I pinstripe that first on the clear body. Yeah. And then after that, I'll just, let's just say I throw in like a pearl color or a candy. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll throw in like a base color over that. Yeah. And then let's just say flake. Uh, no. Or... So it's so, so uh, the way I would do it, I'd pinstripe it through the outside. Okay. That'd be the easiest. But uh, through the inside, I start with my candy color. Say I'm going to do a blue. I start with my candy color, you know, do maybe uh, four to five coats on it. Um, then I do my flake, you know, mm -hmm. and then I do my base. And then if you want to protect the base, you know, just shoot, you know, one coat of clear, whatever, just to protect it. But uh, so the nice thing about it when you're shooting flake on a Lexan body through the inside is you don't have to bury the flake, you know, because it's plastic, you know. Yeah. So it's super easy, man. It's just, it's just, uh, you got to think in reverse. So your last step on a one or one scale is your first step on a one tenth scale, you know? Let me see. Dang. Yeah. yeah. My mind is like going forwards and backwards right now when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture it all. Like I'm picturing like. Like let's say I I, pic I pictured like someone like spraying a car with clear like yeah and all yeah. of a sudden I picture like it's going backwards and the clear is going back into the gun no no but it, it's easier I just last week I just did a flake job out of a fifty one Chevy mm -hmm. and man I shot a ton of flake. Man, the process, you know, so you shoot the flake, then you got to bury that, then you got to sand it, re-clear it, because you really got to bury the flake. Yeah, it's a big process. So the 110 scale, it's a lot easier, man, just in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Do, you, do you ever get intimidated when you get jobs like that? Like like now, I mean, with all this experience, you probably don't. You're like, all right, we're going to get it done. 
Um, no, there's been a couple of jobs, you know, like I, I'll, you know, I pinstripe, I airbrush, I paint, um, wood grain. Um, sometimes I, sometimes I do, man, you know, it's just, every car is different. Um, paint, man, could be weird sometimes. You just never know, you know? Uh, so yeah, man, but I always take precautions, but I do attack it because I, 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 like I said, I've been doing this for 23, 24 years. Um, I'm confident behind the gun and I am confident that I know what I'm doing, but I still respect it, man. And cause you just never know, man, you know, on a clear coat, you might, I might get a run, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, I, I do walk up to it with confidence, but I still respect the material, man. It's just, you know, we, we all make mistakes, but you know, we keep them to a minimum. And, um, you know, but the end result, you know, just always looks badass. Uh, I was telling my customer when I delivered that uh, 51, I was like, man, I, I love doing jobs like this, but I hate doing them because I got to let them go, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just look badass in the sun, you know? <laughs> but it's nice when I go to car shows, I see my work, man. Yeah, you on know? there. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And I yeah, ha- you haven't gone back to uh, Coast Airbrush? Um, so I went, I, I believe it was last week, uh, no, two weeks ago now, I went to pick up some flake, uh, for this roof job that I did. Uh, so I was out there and, and, uh, I got a new helper, so I took him out and he was tripping out on everything. Um, so yeah, no, it's always fun going out there, man, except for the part where you got to spend, but <laughs> nah, it's all, it... I remember the story you told me when you bought the pinstriping, the house of color. Oh yeah. You know, I, um, so there were, you know, it's been a product that's been around for a long time now, but I was always using one shop, but I wanted to try something different. And uh, so I went out there, you know, thinking I was going to spend three, four hundred bucks. And I had taken my buddy and like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get every color that they make, you know. <laughs> oh, man, worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I go up to the counter, you know, my buddy's got a couple of things, you know, and I go up there and the guy behind the counter, um, Tom, he's uh, all right, it's going to be 800 and something. Man, I, I looked at him and it's like, what but i didn't want to say nothing yeah. you know because i was bragging about it, i'm gonna buy it but i was thinking i was gonna spend three four hundred bucks and Dang. you know I, I had a break out with the money and my buddy's looking at me and i'm painting like i'm all cool and stuff but inside i was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know Damn. but but i'm glad i'm glad I, I have it in my art studio man yeah um, eventually you were yeah. gonna spend that money yeah, eventually, you know, I, I was, uh, but I'm glad because, uh, you know, when customers come, I, I have a big library of colors, man, that I could either mix and match or I have the one that they're looking for and go ahead and stripe something, you know? Yeah, I remember yeah. Um, <laughs> like when they were on uh, Instagram, Yeah. like, I mean, now, I mean, their Instagram's like popping, right? It's active, yeah. but there was a time where they they were rarely using it, like they had it. But yeah. they weren't really posting. And I remember, um, like, reading a post, like, a comment from somebody. Yeah. Like, saying, like, like, oh, man, they, they hate me there. They're all, last time, 
<laughs> the last time I was there, I was looking at their paints and I accidentally dropped a gallon of paint. Oh shit! In the I guess like in the showroom or like in, yeah where they have them in the racks. Yeah. He's like I accidentally dropped a gallon of paint and it got everywhere. Dang. He's all they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Fuck. like I it was hard. I don't know. I couldn't picture it because you go in there and everything looks nice and uniformed. You know? Oh yeah, man! It, it's fuck. It's like, I call that Disneyland for painters, man. Yeah, and then it's not too far either from Disneyland. Nah, no, it's not. And uh, I wish it was closer, though, man. But in a in a sense, I kind of glad it's out there because if not, I go broke, man. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's far enough that like you could be driving, and then at some point yeah. you go, all right, I'm gonna turn around, we'll go back home. I don't for real, <laughs> I don't want to spend that much money right now. Yeah, no, but that's a dope store, man. For anybody, you know, uh, painting models, RCs, uh, the staff is helpful and stuff, you know, and and you never know who you're gonna run into. There's always artists, and they're famous artists, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, I met John Kosmoski there, man. That was one of my. That was a highlight. Oh yeah, dude, that that's the Candyman man, House the of Terror, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, and and that was one thing out of my bucket list. Like, I gotta meet this guy, you know. I I remember when you went to SEMA, mm-hmm. you know, I I was planning on going, and that was one of the main things. Like, man, if I'm going to SEMA, that's really like one of the biggest things that I want to do is get to uh, take a picture with them and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I that, so, was, yeah. that was the one for me too. Like I didn't know I wasn't sure if he was gonna be there, but I thought yeah. he might be there. And yeah. you know, just uh being there, I was already kinda looking through the map, like where all the the booths were, right? Yeah. For the vendors. Yeah. And then I saw oh the house of color booth is right here and this is like how much far I have to walk or whatever to get there. <laughs> So then um, I didn't see anywhere like, oh, there's, he's going to be here at this time or nothing. It's just, yeah. It just so happened to be all about timing. By the time I got there, he was just like getting there or there. And he's like sitting, yeah. sitting down, like just kind of just chilling. And I yeah. was like, oh, damn, he's right there. So I said, what's up to him real quick? But I didn't really like uh, chop it up or nothing. You know, I just wanted yeah. to give him his space. Yeah. And then I waited because I was like, all right, I'm going to wait till somebody goes up to him and kind of just gets him in the mood already. Right. Yeah. And a couple of people went up to him, say, what's up? And they took a photo with them. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, that's it. If he's already taking a photo for these people, he ain't going to deny me now. He just got out of his chair. Yeah. And um, and I just said, what's up to him? And, you know, I asked him, he said, yeah, took a photo. Boom. And it was good. Like, and yeah. yeah, I was like, damn. And I was thinking too, like, man, it would have been dope if you would have been there. Oh yeah, man, definitely. Uh, but I, I had a chance to meet him there at Coase. There was a House of Color seminar, mm-hmm. and I signed up for it and sat in the front. Man, it, it was nice because I said, if any questions I have about candies, this is the guy to ask. You know? Yeah, that's dope because that, 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 that was creator, a creator, man. That was like an intimate class right there, like private yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was private. Um, in between, you know, like the breaks, man, he was sharing pictures of what the, his new build, um, the colors he used. And, man, I was picking his brain on asking him questions that I had questions about, you know, and that I never had answers to. And it's like he, he was totally cool down to earth told me a lot of good uh information man 
and I, I've been using it, you know. Um, yeah, I've got stuff signed by him, uh, pictures with them. No, it was dope, man. It was real cool. You Ma- imagine you bring him like all this house of color stuff to sign and at some point you bust out a, out of your pocket a baseball can you send this to you? <laughs> no so i i took one of the original jackets from house of color when they like first broke out and started selling apparel mm-hmm. and he was tripping out on that you know and uh, he signed it I, so i have a, a jacket signed by him with uh one of the original uh, scarabs on there Wow. You know? Is it yeah. is it a jacket or a chamarrita? It's a chamarra. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. no. So he was tripping out and all kinds of people were tripping out. I was like, hey, uh, can you buy one of those here? I said, nah, there ain't no way you're going to find one of these here, you know? You're like, oh, yeah, look, go in the store, watch, walk in, <laughs> yeah. go to the side, and then look up. <laughs> you're, you're gone. Yeah, so, that, so that was the old people were uh, tripping out on that, you know, and. I took my, like, dude, House of Colors has been like, like I said, man, when growing up, I wanted to be the best uh, candy man out there, you know, but but of course, you know, there's so many great artists out there, but that was just my mentality, you know, like I wanted to be the best and the best for myself, you know, it turns out, you know. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the the vibe you get when you watch the House of Color, those, those early videotapes. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you recommending me, like, hey, there's this two-part piece on YouTube of John yeah. Kosmoski painting a car, and you get to see him using all House of Color products. Yeah. And, you know, I remember just being, super, you know, being everything, like, super into it and watching it. Yeah. And I watched it maybe a few times, like, over time. but I But I still remember, like, just the way of his style, the way he explains things, it's yeah. almost like... There's no excuse and like meaning like you can't mess up. Like, yeah. like I'm basically telling you it's easy to use and I'm telling you how to use it and you're gonna get good results. But yeah, but if you pay attention, it's bulletproof, man. Yeah, but but you're gonna have like a paint job in a certain level. And it's crazy because these videos, they it, it looks like they were done what, like was it in the eighties or uh, yeah, like eighties and nineties, man. Yeah, and and I feel like you know, at that time, I'm picturing, all right, these videos came out on VHS. You had to buy them, right? Yeah. And they must have probably cost a lot of money because if you think about it, he's giving you the instruction to his product because he wants you to learn it, to to be able to use his product, but he also wants you to make money. Yes. You know what I mean? This is like a, like he's teaching you a trait. Yeah. You know, on his video and... So, like, it's it's a very, like, a serious, like, thing. But at the same time, you're learning, like, oh, because there's a member when he does the gas tank and it has, like, a dent. Yeah. And, yes. And he shows you that process of how to get the dent out, how to do the filler and how to do the paint and everything. It, it, it just opens up your eyes, especially if you're new to this. You yeah. Know? And I was like, man, that's bad. So, whenever I looked at House of Color, to me, it's like, it is a product that's up there, you know? Um, yeah especially like the, the name sounds super dope no yeah the the name the house color their uh their their logo you know the scarab mm-hmm. which means that uh, it's uh, he got it from uh you know it's egyptian which means eternal life you know and man the, those paint jobs like i i know people around town that had their cars painted in the late 80s early 90s and They've kept them in the garage, and man, those paint jobs still look 
like, like real nice, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I uh, know it's a solid product, you know, and and he does, like you said, if you watch those videos, I still watch those videos once in a while, man. Like I'll go back go on YouTube. I actually got a few VHSs, but I'll, I'll watch them, and then like it pumps me up again, you know. It's like it refuels me, and it's like gets my creativity going and wanting to do something, you know. Um, but he does explain it, and if you do follow what he's teaching you, you, it, you can't go wrong, man, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, that's dope, man. That's cool. Well, hey, Renee, this was this was awesome. It was a pleasure talking to you, you know. Oh, man. Um, Thank you fun. for having me, man. Thank you for having me on, the, on your podcast, you know. Uh, hopefully, um, your listeners like my stories, you know, and stuff and going back on memory lane, man. <laughs> no, yeah. You know what? Uh, you know, I, I know we could have probably done this episode a long time ago or everything, but I feel like it's all about timing. Right. And it, I, yeah. feel like, I feel like this was a good moment because, you know, you, you know, I, I feel like, you know, listeners should hear your story. I feel like a lot of people have a, a background story with things that yeah. they, that you do where you're at, especially with the things you're doing. But then again, you have uh, some new, a new venture, you know, products that you're coming out with. So this was awesome to, uh, you know, and give, thanks for giving me that opportunity to be able to share it with everybody. No, no, thank you, man. Definitely. Thank you uh, for uh, letting me, you know, and inviting me, man. That's definitely, I was all excited, you know? (laughs) No, for sure. And, um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll plug you in. So thank you everybody for uh, checking out this episode. It was episode number 181 uh, with Rene El Rey Jimenez, a.k.a. RC Hub Connection. So I hope you guys enjoy, and you have a good night, dude. Hey, have a good night as well, brother, and everybody out there listening. Cool. Thank you. Peace. Peace.